A deformed bell ringer must assert his independence from a vicious government official in order to help his friend, a gypsy dancer. Welcome to the Walt Vault with Michelle, Andre, Louise, and me, Emily. We're a family-friendly podcast where we pick a new Disney movie each week. We watch it, share our thoughts, and then relate it to pop culture, fandoms, and anything else that pops into our heads. Enjoy! Hello and welcome to the Walt Vault, episode 54. We're in our 50s. <laughs> we are in we, our, yeah. we are nearing our mid-50s. Uh, thank you guys for being here. We can retire next, uh, next episode, right? <laughs> we can retire. Yeah, I guess so. Hey. hey <laughs> <laughs> Hang hey. out on our <laughs> podcast porch. and Podcast <laughs> porch. Yeah, let the kids. We're Get a dog. <laughs> some podcast tea. Yeah. <laughs> Iced tea. tea. Oh my gosh. That's hilarious. Some lemons in it. You kids get out of here. Uh, <laughs> this week we are talking about the 1996 Disney animated film The Hunchback of Notre Dame. I feel like this is a good way to like kick off year two. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. a good classic 90s Disney movie. I feel like this movie is like underrated like i don't see too much like merch or mm. people being excited about these characters necessarily but this movie first impression top notch <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> i like that <laughs> jolly good there was is a it hand jolly good it or is it really jolly good. um <laughs> serious i mean it's jolly serious but that's jolly good <laughs> yes you know this, uh, my first impression is that this is not a movie for children. Um, uh, <laughs> nah. But I, I watched this as a kid. Because right. I remember uh, my older sister being like Esmeralda for Halloween one year. And it was popular. Hmm. There was like a show at Disneyland and stuff like that when it came out. Hmm. I liked it. I just didn't remember it being so stinking serious. I just remembered the gargoyles. And, uh, you know, first impression upon this watching is it's an adult movie. High schoolers could watch it as a history lesson. <laughs> like, uh, I mean, yeah. yeah. To an extent. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But is it really good? Yes, it is. Yeah, my first impression is like, dang. <laughs> oh, wow. Dang. Um, I think I said this on the end of last episode, but I remember not being huge on this movie as a kid, and I think it's just because there was so much going on that was above my head. Yeah. And then I remember rewatching it either like end of high school or early college and being like, whoa. Like <laughs> what just oh, happened? Oh my Okay. Like yeah. this is a this is a real theme. Okay. <laughs> um but it's really interesting that Disney chose to take all of these very um serious mm -hmm. um like very serious issues very and put um, them all into one movie. Very dark. <laughs> and realistic. Realistic. Yeah, like the only like really like Disney kid themes are the gargoyles. And yeah, if you take the gargoyles like, out, this would be like a, when, a yeah. very, very I mean, very I get the theme is like don't judge a book by its cover type of thing. Uh, no, but even like, well, that's like the kid that's theme right. of the movie. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> that's not saying the kid theme is, but uh, you took a long way to get around there with some really dark uh, undertones. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> but Ooh. it's... Yeah, for once, Disney... I mean, Disney, if we think about these older fairy tales or older stories or historical things that have happened, they're all pretty serious. Some of those fairy tales are not all nice and dandy. Like, they're not. And Disney usually turns them around. And they didn't really turn this one around. I mean, they did, but they definitely kept it 
um, dark. Yeah. Yeah. Like this this movie it came out in '96, so it's kind of squished right between um, Pocahontas and uh, Hercules, and I see like a lot of the DNA of both of those movies in this one. Yeah, for sure. Where like it has like that historical kind of context with some silliness added on top of it. But then, it's got like the moral implications of Pocahontas, yeah. but like the, the fun pieces from Hercules exactly. with the gargoyles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. If there was no gargoyles, it would just be that'd be so sad. It would just be him in his tower talking to himself. Which which is kind exactly of already yeah. <laughs> what it is, <laughs> but, it is. but without yeah. his a visual of his imagination. You know yeah. what I mean? Oh, like that's freaking sure. sad. Because mm-hmm. well, the kids don't know. The kids think those gargoyles are real. Okay, so it's funny that you bring that up because Luis and I were watching this movie this morning and I was like, I don't think the gargoyles are real. <laughs> like I guess <laughs> no, because like not. as an, a kid you don't question right. if they're real or not. Yeah. And he's like, what do you mean? Of course they're real. And I was like, no, I'm pretty sure they're statues. They're like a figment yeah. of his imagination. Yeah. Exactly. And then I was reading into it and apparently in the book version he was like schizophrenic and or had mm. was like had multiple personalities. So the gargoyles were like the manifestations of his different of his different personalities. personalities, I guess. You know, one was very stoic. One was like fun loving. One was just didn't care. Right. Yeah. Um, but I was like, oh, well, OK. Poor, poor little quasi. Well, like Frollo <laughs> even says, like, you know, like he can only see them. Nobody else. Yeah. Sees them. So that kind of gives it away, too. To but then Frollo's like, who are you talking to? And he's like, my friends. And he's like, yeah, and your friends are stone. So like, like it, it tells you right there that they're not real. You know what I mean? But, but you don't sad. have any friends. But you know what? I am your Louis friend. Louis really wanted to just say, but they he, they just didn't like Frollo. So they just came to life when Frollo was there. <laughs> yeah. Okay. yeah. They uh, liked that's, Esmeralda that's and they wouldn't talk to her either. So, you know. That's true. Uh, that's true. Mm. Alas. Alas. Of course they liked Esmeralda. He liked Esmeralda. Mm. Guess we, you know what? I could Esmeralda. write a whole paper on the gargoyles, I like but Esmeralda. I guess we should start from the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes, okay. they were there in the beginning, were they not? They were. We no, were looking down on Notre Dame. Sure, they were up there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean before that, I mean our intro scene, our uh, oh, setting up the backstory of the story, a chase, <laughs> the backstory story. <laughs> I like it. Um, so we've got a. Andre made a point though. So uh, what's the Clopin? 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 Clopin. Clopin. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> this is French. I forget. It's fine. We can Clopin. Clopin. <laughs> Clopin. Yeah, we're back in France. Reminds Andre of Beauty and the Beast. No. no. Aladdin. Of the opera. Aladdin. Aladdin. Because in the beginning, he's telling like the frame story <laughs> mm-hmm. of yeah. like, hey, let me tell you a tale. Also, I'm singing a song. And uh, <laughs> let's flash back to... Uh, a time, a time where of Frollo is technically 20 years younger, but looks exactly the same age. He's a gypsy, uh, bro. Let him be him. No, Frollo. Frollo's not <laughs> gypsy. He's just old. He's like Morgan Freeman. Always been old, yeah. always gonna oh, be yeah, old. Oh, yeah, he's old. old. I mean, forever. I guess once you're old, it is old. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. So Frollo's uh, in France. He's chasing down uh, gypsies. I, I, I do want to address... That uh, gypsy is is an offensive term to <laughs> the the people that it refers to the the Romanis. Um, it's like a like a super oppressive uh, term, and they say it like a lot in this movie. Um, so we'll probably say it a couple of times over the course of the podcast, just because it's used so heavily in. Well, and that's the only the way they're referred to. Yeah, exactly. In this movie. Um, but uh, but yeah, as, as of as of yeah. twenty eighteen, it's not the, I think the greatest term to use to describe. For the historical part, yes, there are. I remember watching some show on TLC that was like 
um, the gypsy lifestyle. Like they called themselves like travelers or mm-hmm. they would like travel. Well, they're like nomadic. Like right. like yes, yes, yes. T-R-U-A-N-D-S. Truins. Oh, Truins. I don't know. I was reading about the book. And I think the reason they might the have used that term more in this movie is because they considered it like them almost like witchcraft. Like they were right. hiding. Yeah. And, you know, they Esmeralda always does a little smoke thing and she disappears and whatnot. Yeah, she pulls a Batman. <laughs> yeah, she pulls a Batman. There you go. So that might be why, why they Andre use it a little bit more. <laughs> yeah, I do want so. that, that ability. <laughs> but yeah, Frollo f- finds... Uh, basically, what they're doing is they're coming into the country, right? Yeah, they're like um, they're traveling through Europe, through I guess, and or through France, and they're they're finding some uh, refugee spaces and uh, yes, and, and not Paris. in Frollo's town. Paris is a big one. Yeah, Frollo is not having it. He's <laughs> like, build that wall, get these people out of here. Yeah, I'm gonna hunt them down. Wow, sounds one familiar. by one. Yeah, exactly. All right. Interesting. <laughs> uh, immigrants are bad. <laughs> um, <laughs> Recurring theme, I guess. Yeah. So, but, uh, yeah. Oh so he sees them and then. It's really weird because he thinks like she's stolen something, like she's holding something. And he's like, she's stolen that. And she makes a run for it. And he's like, get her. But he just wants to know what she's holding. He doesn't like know it's a baby. He thinks that she's just stolen something. Like but a loaf he, of bread. Yeah, I don't know. And he just like wants, Aladdin. wants <laughs> to get her. But Les Mis. his horse, French. <laughs> his horse is so big. That like oh, yeah. every scene where he he's chasing horse. someone on their <laughs> horse, I'm like, oh my god, that horse is terrifying. So it just makes it like even scarier. That he's like literally chasing her through the city. Like, calm down, Frollo. That's yeah, that's like one person that you're trying to chase down. But well, he's, he's on a mission. A, he's got a fixated personality. Yes. Like he sees something, he, he cannot let it go. Oh, for um, sure. But you want to know something about that horse, which is really funny. Hmm. According to the audio commentary, Frollo's horse's name is Snowball. Snowball. <laughs> that big old horse is that called big Snowball. Old black, scary, crazy horse. His name is Snowball. Oh, that's, that's hilarious. That's cute. Isn't that fantastic? <laughs> Doesn't that just bring down the scary a little? Just a little bit. It Slightly. Did. Nah, he still looks freaking Yeah, menacing. so, I, and, and you know, <laughs> You're watching, welcome. W- watching this movie, I, I remember that people died in this movie, but you know, I was thinking it was going to be a little bit farther in. Nah, he just. Slayed that gypsy right there. We're not even three right. minutes into yeah. the song. Not even. Yeah, we're barely in the song. <laughs> and like it was weird how they did it because he basically just like threw her down. But if I'm thinking of like the force from like his ride. Okay. Yeah. yeah like and she probably she she hit her head on the steps, stairs. So. Yeah. The, the um, stone steps. Stone steps. Like of yeah. Notre, Notre Dame. Dame. Yeah. Mm-hmm. D- yeah. I, so. Yeah. And they're icy. You know, I really yeah. like. Stuff I really on. like what happens after the scene. So is it the. The priest, like, of this the church? The archdeacon. The yes. archdeacon, thank you. I'm like, I know there's a specific word, because ca- it's a Catholic church, correct? See. Okay, so the archdeacon comes out, and he sees him, like, thri- trying to throw this child into the well, because he mm-hmm. thinks he's a demon from right. hell he, because he of he how looks, he looks. He looks at the baby and goes, ew, gross, I'm going to kill it. And then just... He, <laughs> he's like, demon. I'm like, oh, you mean yourself? Like, <laughs> <laughs> calm down, sir. Right. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so he's going to throw it in the well. And then I really like that the archdeacon is like, you can do that, but guess what? Your judgment day is coming and all of these eyes saw you and they like mm-hmm. zoom in on all of the statues' <laughs> the eyes <laughs> and it's so creepy, but it's so good because it like puts a lot of fear in your heart at that moment mm-hmm. and then you can tell Frollo's like, oh gosh. Yeah. <laughs> like, He's getting the holy side eye. Frollo was shaking in his boots a little bit <laughs> and I was like, get it, Archdeacon. <laughs> you made him shake in his boots. Well, it's funny too because they overemphasize the eyes so much in the animation. The eyes, <laughs> eyes, eyes. So it's like <laughs> of Notre like, Dame. So scary <laughs> and they say like, eyes oh, like no. a bunch in the song too it's like <laughs> eyes eyes <laughs> eyes <laughs> uh, 
thanks, Alan. It's good. So, so I know Alan, man. Yeah, Alan, Alan's back. <laughs> full we love when Alan's back. <laughs> <laughs> Guess who's back? Uh. <laughs> yeah, so I, I like that scene, but it like puts a lot of fear into you. Like I can only imagine as a kid actually watching this and being like, Mommy, what's that? Well, <laughs> like, it's well it sets the tone. Yeah. Like it really does show you like this is where we're going with this movie. So you better be strapped in. Yeah. And it's weird because, like, there's a lot going on in this movie. There's, like, the religious piece with Frollo, I guess. And then there's j- there's just so many subplots and things. But I think that's why it's so good. Oh, yeah, yeah. because it makes it complex for different people, for mm. different age groups, mm-hmm. different, like, o- like religions yes. or beliefs. Yeah. And then even, um, like, ethnicities, too, because sure. you're going mm-hmm. back and forth between, like, prejudice yes. and, and it's even just like a like a class system too oh yeah mm-hmm. for so, sure so basically the archd he, he asks like what can i do like to repent or whatever and he says you can raise him as your own son so i guess he does that but he keeps him in a tower <laughs> like, uh, locked stay up here, and gives away him from a me. job and you know this movie is straight he, uh, up tangled okay? yeah exactly uh, just, yeah there we he's go like, mm, you might be useful for me in the future yep frollo's like Keep he's like young. fine i'll raise you <laughs> yeah, the thing i is, see an opportunity i'll put you in a tower he's so frollo I'll bring is, you food <laughs> i have a lot to say about frollo but even in that moment he's so complex because he wants to repent but he also just is like repenting in his own evil little way. Right. Like oh, he's yeah. justifying all the things he does, but oh, his head is so twisted. He's a, he's a great villain, like by far. Yeah, he one is one of a very the good darkest villains. Like I know Agreed. we said we've said lots of things about villains, but I kind of had forgot about Frollo just because he's not like a I guess quote unquote classic Disney villain that you could meet in the park. But I don't want to meet him in a park. He's freaky. Well, you don't. Right? Get and I think that's why because he's realistic. <laughs> I might throw yeah. tomato yes. at him. Well, he. You could meet him in real life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like you can't, this is a dude that exists. You can't meet Scar in real right, life yeah. or Ursula. Ursula's like, not around. Yeah, like they scary. Meet, I don't want to like, meet Frollo. If I saw him, I'd be like, "Get out of here, sir! What's wrong with you?" <laughs> they they thought you died in that house. hellfire. Get out, <laughs> Claude. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> My goodness. Yeah. Oh, he got so, so Frollo, he, he he starts raising Quasimodo as a, in a tower. In a in a tower, <laughs> and visits him every once in a while, brings him some grapes. Um, now grapes were a treat. He usually just brings in like soup, I think, and bread. I don't know. Yeah. Something. So Quasimodo, he he grows up in the tower. He's ring, he's the bell ringer. He brings them bells, and he, he does a great job. He's he's timely. He's Quasimodo he's is so strong. <laughs> he is yeah. very you know how strong. Strong he is to having to ring those bells all the time. I'm sure I would like move the rope like <laughs> a centimeter. <laughs> like oh, I did it. Ding. Like <laughs> ding. that's that's intense, right? Ding. We don't really have bell ringers anymore you know the churches their bells just automatically ring but that was that was like a thing back there and i think it was was it like a i don't know if it was like a cool job to have i don't know if they were like yeah i'm the bell ringer of the church i'm gonna go with probably not probably if quasi's doing it yeah. yeah probably not and i and i feel bad for saying that but i feel like yeah, mm-hmm. I don't think it was like a like glorified it sounds cool, job. Oh, it sounds super cool. And honestly, you know. like... Oh, I can't oh, wait to yes. grow up and become a bell ringer. Yes, well, he upper lives... Upper body strength. He yeah. lives in the top of this, uh, of not Notre Dame, but he's got kind of a nice little setup there for himself. Oh, yeah. You know, he's he kind of has his own Yeah, he's got a loft, you know? He's <laughs> carving his things. At least he's, like, made his own little space there. He so technically... that's the only thing that makes me feel a little bit better about his situation. It's like, okay, he made, he made the most out of a bad situation right he's probably got like four thousand square feet up there you know (laughs) (laughs) he's doing well for himself uh no rent 
But the, the thing that scares me the most about him is like... We all know all sanctuary. about that. I understand that, yes, he's very strong, but he's also got some Tarzan-like abilities because oh, he is yeah. just... Sure. Whoosh, he like, is on the chat, uh, everywhere. We're, he we're, is swinging. We're watching this, and I just was like, parkour, parkour. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yes. Because parkour. he, like, jumps off the building, jumps onto another one, jumps, legs, knees, elbow. <laughs> like, all right, bro. And I'm trying to think of, like, yes, he's very strong, but also... The way that his body is shaped, like I'm sure that's not easy for him, but <laughs> right, he's yeah. got some. But he's extremely agile. His no, little arms are very he would little. Win, yeah. He would win the Special Olympics, like if I he mean, was hitting. Yeah. He's, that's he's very, a strong that's dude. That's very true. He's uh, <laughs> doing his thing. <laughs> but you know, uh, I like Quasimodo a lot. He's like a very likable character. Yeah, you very much so. Immediately sympathize with him. He has this nice. I really like his voice, like the voice actor for him. I, I said I that like, too. I like his voice a lot. Yes. I like his voice, and I like is the singing. Uh, is does I the voice actor do the singing as well? Andre? I think it's the same. Guy. Because I love, I love his, his voice. singing voice. Yes, it's very good. It's it's beautiful. It's calm. It's not like whiny at all because he has like when he sings the Heaven's Light song, like it could have mm -hmm. gotten really whiny. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's, it's very pretty though. Tom Hulse or Holche as <laughs> Quasimodo, Holche. and yes, he does the um, he does the voice and the singing. Well, voice. I liked it. I yeah. appreciated I like it. He had a it. Tom very very Holland. good voice. Not <laughs> Tom Holland. <laughs> Different. He is kind of Spidey-like, I'm just British saying. Guy. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's like a Spider-Man, spider too. This dude's got yeah. some superpowers. I'm very man. happy with the amount of Disney characters that are similar to Spider-Man. It's, it's <laughs> yeah. very so happy. So I, I love Quasimodo. Like, he, he's just, he's fabulous. And, you know, he's talking to his gargoyles, which, what are their names? Their names are oh, yeah. Victor Hugo and Laverne. Yes. So Victor yeah. Hugo is the author of... Mm -hmm. uh, the book. The book, yes. Notre Dame de Paris. Yes. Um... And so I was looking on his Wikipedia page to see, like, where Laverne came from. I was like, maybe Laverne was his middle name or something like that. Maybe back then Laverne was, like, a male name. But no, his his full name is Victor Marie Hugo. Mm -hmm. So I don't know why they didn't use Laverne, Marie. Oh, I looked at... Oh, did you find it? But did I, you see that all the bells were named Marie? Did you notice yes. that it was, like, Big Marie, Little <laughs> yeah, Marie, yeah. Sister Marie? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. There was a reason for... For Laverne? Laverne was named after Laverne Andrews, one of the Andrews sisters. Who are the Andrews sisters? Well, look it up, oh, bro. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, Victor and Hugo were for Victor Hugo. Gotcha. It's super interesting, though, because so Victor Hugo wrote the book. Say it mm -hmm. again. The Notre Dame de Paris. Thank you. Which means Our Lady of Paris, mm -hmm. right? right? Which is interesting because, of course, they're talking about the building yes. right the church yes. but they're but also also talking refers to esmeralda right so they're talking about how she kind of became this woman of paris um and then when they translated it over into english it became the hunchback of notre dame mm -hmm. so then it became more about him than it did about her right mm -hmm. so it's just interesting how like the how translation can even change like the emphasis of the Honestly, story i probably wouldn't even mind reading that book I probably would, but I would have to be prepared. Oh, it's yeah. Be prepared. It's <laughs> yeah, you best be prepared because the <laughs> ending ain't good, girl. Yeah. Uh, okay, maybe I'll stick with this. 1831. And, uh, wow. You want to know how bad it was then? Everybody be dying. <laughs> Everybody be dying. 
I thought everyone was going to die in this movie, too, quite honestly. Paris was on France and then it, uh, well, on fire, then it wasn't. <laughs> yeah. Paris was on Paris France. Paris was on France. Paris was on fire and then it wasn't. France so was, I was on fire. Right? <laughs> I can't talk. It's very early Literally in the morning. from one moment to the next, it's on fire and then it's not. <laughs> right, uh, yeah. But the so good thing is this was post-plague. So, I mean, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, post-plague. Uh, you know, we already <laughs> dealt with good. that in, in Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. We're done with the That's plague. That's what all these scripts down here are for. Yeah, yeah exactly. Court of Gosh, miracles. It was, uh, we're, we're getting way ahead of ourselves. <laughs> So he's talking to his gargoyles, which are basically a figment of his imagination. I will call them the figments from here on out. Okay. I like calling them the figments. The figs. Figs. The figs. <laughs> um, and um, it is the Feast of Fools. Yes, is, um, the festival is happening. The festival going on, and and they're trying <laughs> to convince him to go down there. You know, and he's <laughs> like, "Come on, go down there. The master won't see you." They're being the worst influence, really, because <laughs> I imagine Frollo. I, honestly, I thought Frollo would kill him. Like, yeah. quite honestly, yeah. if he left the tower, you know, um, it's it's interesting because uh, I don't think people know that he like raises him per se. They just know he's up in the tower. Like right, they know there's yeah. a the hunchback is up there. Yeah, I don't yeah. think the public knows that, that Frollo has any no, association I with, agree. with oh. Quasimodo. Yeah, no. So I think that's better left unsaid for Frollo. And yeah, exactly. He's like, uh, no, no, no. He wants to go <laughs> down can't there. Be seen with me. And Frollo is like, come on, Quasi, you're not going down there because you. He calls him stupid a lot, and mm-hmm. like he does. You're a monster. Ugly. Oh, the beginning of that song is just like, come on, no. And he's singing it in his nice little yeah. voice too, and it makes me think of him as. I know he's twenty, Holy but it makes a monster. <coughs> That's a really great song, though. I like yes. it. It's um, so sad though. out there. Andre loves singing that in the car. I love that song. That might be the best song in this movie, if not for. Hellfire. Those are my favorite songs. Whoa. God Help the Outcast. God Help the Outcast is great. but That's your uh, favorite? Oh, No, geez. no. I, I, li- I agree with Andre. Like, I literally had to sing it like an opera person at 5 o'clock in the morning this oh, morning. Oh, so well, I was singing like, it. Like, on purposely, uh, on purposely, uh, on purpose being ridiculous, yes. because if not, I was going to cry. <laughs> like, I was like, oh, 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 the Outcast. Well, How we, we do that, too. And I get <laughs> It's a great song. There's <laughs> once again, come on, Alan Menken, you've outdone yourself. But the but the worst song is during this festival, Mr. Topsy Turvy. <laughs> oh, like oh, hold on, die. hold on, get back, get back to the song. Um, so he's singing, he's doing his Tarzani things. Um, yeah. that song is, it, it's it's it hits there? a it, it hits a string in my heart because he wants to be out there. Yeah, because he wants to know when out his life will begin. All like Rapunzel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm telling you, this movie is tangled. Like I was doing parallels the whole freaking time. Someday, <laughs> Quasimodo I'll and Rapunzel just high five and constantly. No, <laughs> it's, it's Quasimodo with Rapunzel's yeah. hair, dude. Also, that's it. I'll have you know oh, man, that this movie. I'll have you know <laughs> has so many birds in it, especially in that song, because you know every song at the end, you know you gotta like put your hands up in the air and Quasi does that, but then the birds are like boom. <laughs> There they are, pigeons. <laughs> he doesn't get fireworks. He gets pigeons. Pigeons, yeah, lots of pigeons. Pigeons, which <laughs> that is a downside to his super nice loft apartment. There's a lot of bird poop up there. There's yeah. lots of it. They're All at over least they're only really bugging one figment of his imagination. <laughs> <laughs> not, not him, you know. Poor Hugo. Per se. <laughs> no, it was Laverne. It's Laverne. Oh, the girl yeah, one. Right, Laverne. It's Laverne. <laughs> the, the grandma looking one. Yes. <laughs> so that song happens, and then it's weird because he literally like just decides to go. He's like, okay, yeah. I'll go. Yeah, you know what? I'm going down there. Screw it. Yeah. <laughs> so he goes. This is probably a bad idea. He, he sneaks out. <laughs> and yes, and then Clopin. 
Clopin. I keep wanting to call him Cloppin. <laughs> call him Cloppin. 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 Cloppin comes Clopin in. Clopin comes in and he. I like that song, Emily. Uh, Topsy Turvy is Topsy not my favorite Turvy. song. I like what's happening <laughs> during the scene. I'm not saying I don't like it. It just doesn't fit for me. Like out of all of this oh. other beautiful, like the the whole. Yes, the other songs are very much in a theme, and it's funny because Luis kind of kept saying like. This music isn't my favorite in this movie. And I said, out of all of the Disney movies, I like this type of music right. the best. Yeah. And I think that comes from like choral background. Mm-hmm. Like you just we can appreciate it. They were, they were like singing in Latin and we had the subtitles on. So yeah. we're like, oh, I, perfect. I, oh my God. And I told Andre, I was like, I miss singing in Latin so much. I oh, love me too. Singing in Latin made you feel like, like literally like you're part of the heavens. Like, Ooh, like you just gotta <laughs> singing in Latin is so Luis cool. We kept asking, "Who is Kiri Eleison?" <laughs> I'm like, stop. First off, it's Kiri Eleison. Like you can't just say like Kiri Eleison. But the weird thing is, is like, Kiri I can read Eleison? Latin now because of choir so many years. Like, like people like people like Luis aren't gonna read Latin. Yeah. Right, but I'm like, I know it's PDA. He's like, who is that? Kiri Eleison. Kiri Eleison. So yes, I agree with you in that way. But I also think it's it's needed because we needed a little something. Oh, fun. for sure. Again, yeah. if we didn't have these fun moments, this movie would be right. a, not a there's drag. This song, and then there's the but song like, with the gargoyles sing. Oh, yeah. So. That, mm-hmm. I can't be doing that one. Uh, I don't like <laughs> that. That one's worse. That okay. one's silly. Yeah. There that you song go. wasn't needed. Mm-hmm. Um, well, it, in it context, needed, it was needed for your emotions, yeah. girl. I know, but I, didn't, I wasn't fond of that. Because there was um, hellfire and then literal fire. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was okay with the hellfire song. I like, but you know, like I so tell good. people all the time is that I love dramatic movies. Like I love Les Mis, and people are like, "How do uh, you watch that?" All like I don't watch uh, it quite frequently because I can't. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> it's just you can only do so uh, much. Let's do, yeah. a, let's do a Les Mis Quasimodo crossover. I can't. <laughs> I can't be watching Les Mis every weekend. Like it's not gonna happen. I watch it like once every three years. But this is that Les movie Mis too. Is like yeah. and so is Hunchback. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like for sure. I love that kind of drama where it's well. That's why real. I have to make it's it real. funny so that it's not. As emotional. Mm-hmm. See, but I like that. I don't know. I guess I'm weird. I want to just be like down in the dumps for a second and be like, <laughs> just let let it come through your soul. Like the feels. Girl, I can't. Ooh, no. Just let it come up in there. <laughs> Looks you like know. you're going to throw up. <laughs> 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 Regurgitating the feelings. Sadness. <laughs> Sadness. <laughs> and then you know what I do after oh, is I'll Jesus. like pop on an episode of The Office and I'm like, I'm okay. <laughs> it's fine. Man. But you know. I don't so let myself feel sadness like either of you. But if you think about. <laughs> this is ridiculous. If you think about top turvy it still ended in turmoil <laughs> oh god well, sure yeah very yeah. very so bad they're going not for through, children's eyes uh everybody's that got fun costumes on uh the hey, ugly we're face gonna, is we're the gonna, best we're gonna crown day. the king of fools who's the ugliest dude out here get up here <laughs> we'll, we'll crown you the ugliest person on this topsy-turvy day and everyone's pretty much trying to be ugly yeah like they cool with it yeah, we'll, take weirdos, we'll take out this mask we'll take out this mask we'll Toss it's you almost kind of like Mardi Gras. Like, let's just be weird. Yeah, and, like, and they're drunk, and so it's mm-hmm. like whatever. Right, yeah. exactly. And then Quasimodo gets pulled up there. And they try to pull his and face. They try to pull and, his uh, face off, and uh, it's <laughs> his face. I, actually, I think at one point Esmeralda was like talking to him. She's like, "Oh, you got a great mask. That is fantastic. It looks amazing." And then she yeah, pulls yeah, him up she does. And Quasi's like, mm, oh, right. He's like, "I'll take that." I'm no sure. one's ever told me my face looks great. Pretty before. girls talking to um, me. Thank you. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so then she tries to pull off his face, and uh, turns out it's his real face. And they're like, "Whoa!" And I try to. This is me trying to justify it for the time period that this movie occurs in. They've probably never seen somebody like this, and I think it's pretty common 
that if the child looked like that, that it, it was born, they probably would have killed it. Like, I don't think they would have raised him per se. Like, I think for this time period, mm-hmm. and I think they, quote unquote, there comes the outcast song. You know, they like outcast all of these different yeah. people. Sure. So I think to them, it was probably terrifying. Like, to see somebody like that, I would have seen somebody like that today and been like, oh, okay. On the other oh. hand, I don't know. This is 1820s, 1830s France. And none of these people have toothbrushes, okay? Everybody out here looks <laughs> ugly, okay? None of y'all have any room to talk. Freaking toothless Beth over here is throwing tomatoes at Quasimodo. The only good-looking person was Esmeralda. <laughs> exactly. Because she was a gypsy, yeah. all right? Yeah. All y'all need to settle down. You don't is, yeah, look great. Like look in a mirror. Yeah, this is like 1800s, right? <laughs> so the mentality to see someone, per se, like him is going to be way different than like us right now. But it's freaking awful. They, like, tie him down to a, Ugh. what is it? I don't know. It's a thing it spins on. And they're throwing tomatoes yeah. at him and, you know. Why did all y'all bring tomatoes to this festival? What's going on? Because they were just they they were ready, ready to throw some tomatoes, you know. Well, the worst part is it started with the guards. Like, yes. I mean, I realized that, oh, yeah, like, we, they're. Yeah, we missed a guard introduction. Like, they, they, um, so Frollo, like, I, I know we said this, but Frollo is the judge Pretty much sounds like Judge Dorian Executioner of his like yeah. court of law. I think his title is like minister. Is that what his title is? I think they call him minister, yes. Yeah. Perhaps. But so he it sounds like he gets control of all of the the guard. Yeah. Like yeah. everyone. So because of that, he is at this festival and he sees all this crazy stuff going on and he realizes it's Quasimodo. Mm. And so Esmeralda wants to like get him like she's like trying to like kind of navigate it to kind of help him and she's like no no no, 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 no. and so he they start throwing fruits but and then veggies also we uh so we missed an introduction of a guard member frollo um is he just like a war general are we talking He's about Phoebus? Captain, captain, captain. Yes. Yeah, Phoebus, Phoebus is a captain yes thank you uh, he gets he he was he was out in the war and he gets brought in to uh for something very important it seems like yeah very important we gotta take over the gypsies this just frollo is right yeah frollo's calling him in to get a handle on the what he's determining the gypsy problem in france and And which is more important than the war analogy going on i was like oh i'm not about this but phoebus is just like the chillest dude on earth he's the most charming man that has ever been and he's just he's (laughs) just go with the flow yeah Yeah, i gotta love phoebus you know when this is happening he asks frollo he's like uh permission to stop this treachery or mm-hmm. something like that. And Frollo is like, no, a lesson needs to be learned here. Right. And then I think Phoebus is kind of like, what the? Okay. Oh, yeah. Right, yeah. That's immediately, that was like the first, I mean, that wasn't even the first sign. There was signs when he met him originally. When he's explaining things, he's like, this is what we're doing. Right. Like, like I left the war for this. Phoebus seems like he's very uh, good at his job. And he was not trained in this way. Like, to no. just be corrupt. Be corrupt and be awful to the citizens he's sworn to protect well whatever. and i think it's too because he he sees it as like a misuse of the power mm-hmm. that they have and he he has a compassionate heart because even though like he saw esmeralda first like on the street and of course i mean i don't i don't want to like make him sound like holier than thou but like he saw her she cute mm-hmm. like yeah like you know he he wants to help her but at the same time like there's you could see the compassion right. aspect as well that he's like these people don't have jobs like exactly. they're literally dancing for money mm-hmm. like let's do what we can to like yeah 
right. save them from literally I'm getting. Like, in if they break laws, we'll, we'll take them in, but uh, we don't need to arrest beat them, them for them in nothing. The streets, yeah, or anything like that. And the, one of the funniest moments with Phoebus, though, is when Esmeralda comes out on the Feast of Fools and she's dancing, right? And she's like getting it. She's she's doing a whole old magic thing. <laughs> Frollo. And Frollo's like, oh, look at this. And he's like, okay. He's like, you got it. <laughs> yeah, and he says, like, you got it. And he's like, all right, I will. <laughs> Hilarious. Oh, so God. eventually, Esmeralda is able to free. Um, Quasi. Yeah, she's like standing. But up then for they're him. on a manhunt for her, right? Because she like stands up for him in front of everyone. So she makes a. This is where I guess she becomes like the woman of the city, like right. you're saying. She's like, like she's like, she's like y'all don't uh, don't deserve to be uh, treating him this way. You, sir Frollo, you suck. You're awful. <laughs> you treat us the same way that you treat him. Mm-hmm. You don't even care about your people. Right. It's and not he's, fair. What does she say? She said he says um, like insolence or yeah. no? What does he say? She says. Uh, yeah, I think he does say insolence. And she's, she's like, like, justice! justice. And, and you're like, like, woo! Okay. All righty then. You Hello. do you, girl. She's got all kinds of skills. <laughs> I like her dancing and her social justice. It's awesome. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, and then we're over here talking about women empowerment with some of these other princesses. Exactly, like, get it on, Esmeralda. Esmeralda is doing the most. <laughs> Esmeralda is so stinking cool. Like, yeah. she doesn't yeah. give a rat's tootie about anything. <laughs> she's like, I'm going <laughs> to... Yeah, she. I wouldn't have done that in front of Frollo, especially for the Times thing about she dead right then. She's oh, dead, yeah. right? right? Oh, but yeah. basically she is dead. So Frollo goes on this crazy manhunt for her. Frollo's it's like, I have never insane. been embarrassed like this in my life. I am now obsessed with you. <laughs> so well, I've got I can't to understand it. Like, yeah. I'm not saying like I understand it and it's right. I'm just saying like mm-hmm. from his point of view, he... He masters control because of fear. Right. Um, and so she literally put him on super blast. Mm-hmm. Oh, like, yeah. Like the worst amount of embarrassment that he could prob- like possibly take. Right. And so now he has to make publicly mm-hmm. a, a, a show of force. Yes. He has to show that he still has the power. Mm-hmm. And if he doesn't, then who's going to take him seriously? Right. Right. Because if this like lady is going to stand up to him, who is also very smoldery, right. then then who else is going to stand up, right? So I get it from his side of right. of the, the horse. <laughs> the horse. It, it's just crazy, though. But it's it's on crazy. The side of snowball. So but. even like she goes into Notre Dame and quote unquote, you know, Phoebus is like, oh, she cra- she claims sanctuary. We can't arrest her. They have a little you know. flirty fight. Yeah, they have a flirty oh, fight. Um, fight. We'll be talking about she, that later on the crash. She, she <laughs> claims sanctuary, so we can't arrest her. And so Frollo's insane. He literally puts every single guard outside the walls. No, and straight like, up before that, he's like, well, then drag her out by her freaking hair. Right, yeah. And then we'll arrest, we'll arrest her, her out, out there. there. Mm-hmm. And Phoebus basically says no. Well, and he's like, and oh, the archdeacon comes back yeah, out and is like, like oh, yeah. Bro, what did I tell you 20 years ago? Can, you can't <laughs> be doing this in here. How many times I got to tell you? This is Notre Dame. And at this point, Frollo at least is still kind of trying to respect the church like he's trying hard really really hard to respect the church (laughs) Um, but you know so he's like fine he's really losing it sets all the guards up and then you know esmeralda and quasi just got their moments too which is nice you know she's really accepting of him he shows her her space and all this stuff and and he's like, fine, I'm going to butt you out, girl. Hey, you, and he but does. you miss the song. <laughs> what song did I miss? <laughs> the song that's important. <laughs> yes. You guys. Yes. And oh, have shoot, like a, I did. Sorry. Have a duality Listen, there. I don't know this movie as well as others. We just watched it. Sorry. <laughs> I watched it less than... 
I ten forget. hours ago. Yes. So I got she this. sings that before Quasi comes in. Right? Yeah, but it's it's literally in the same scene. Yes. But the reason I like that song so much, I think, is not even that the song is beautiful because it is, but the this movie reminds me of a classic musical because without some of the songs the dialogue and the movie itself wouldn't be as poignant. Right, yeah. yes. Exactly. Like, the, it's not just a song for singing's sake. Like, no. we're not just well, like, I, I said that to Audrey, because when, when the movie started, I said, is this Menken? And he's like, let me look it up, and it was. And I was like, because Alan Menken does such a brilliant job of doing those conversational mm-hmm. songs well, that, like, like we move the, that are needed for the plot. Well, like we were talking about the first song, the Bells of Notre Dame song. Yeah. Apparently, they did, like, two full rewrites of that beginning song, and it was... Clopin, Clopin. he was talking the whole, he was just dialoguing the entire thing right. and they kept saying like it's too boring so then they put it into the song that's Menken for you and made it super interesting and now like that song is literally 20 years worth of history mm-hmm. in a three minute song mm-hmm. like that's without that you're losing so much information right and that's kind of how I feel about this one too because it shows that she understands like her social status mm-hmm. she understands like her I don't want to say that she's an outcast because obviously, sure. but that you kind of see how everyone is so repentant because they realize, you know, that yeah. life is sucking at this think, point in Paris. I also think it really like puts Esmeralda as higher up, like in her moral status. Yes. Because even like, you know, they're like, I ask for love. I ask for whatever. And then she just turned around. and was like, I asked for nothing. Yep. And I was like, oh, get it, Esmeralda. So yeah. she's just right. like way up she's higher like, than I everyone else. She's like, I know. don't need anything. Just seriously, like, help like, the just people. Help yeah. everybody else because we're struggling rough. out here. <laughs> that's like my it favorite. That's like my life. favorite part of that song is when oh, they're yeah. like, I ask for this. And she's like, I ask for nothing. I'm like, oh, get it, girl. Sing it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's really yeah. good. It. I just got chills a little bit. Yeah. I know. I try to ignore that song because that's kind of one of the ones that will make you teary a little I'm bit. I'm telling you. <laughs> I, I literally <laughs> looked at Luis and I'm like, <clears throat> you best not pay attention to this part. He's like, I ain't paying attention. I'm like, no, seriously, don't pay attention. He's like, you're telling yourself. Huh? Mm-hmm. Okay, you're right. You're right. I'm telling yeah, myself. Yeah. It's a song. It's a feels one for it's sure. It's a feels one. It's an but it makes you love Esmeralda even more. Oh, like, for she, sure. She's a great mm-hmm. character. Yeah. So, so then, then, so then now she meets Quasi. Quasi's going to bust her out of this joint. Yeah, let's get out of here. <laughs> Hop on my back. <laughs> Grab your goat. <laughs> Which is so funny. The poor goat. The goat, his name is Jolly, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, always, I love him, I Jolly. I always thought it was Jolly like Santa Claus Jolly. No, it's like the Jolly. Yeah. And then, I, and then with, right, the with the subtitles, I was like, oh, D-H-A-J-L-I. Yeah. That makes so much Jolly. more sense. Because I was like, why is this goat's name Jolly? <laughs> like, it just didn't make any sense to me even as a kid. <laughs> I like when Phoebus is like meeting Esmeralda in, in the church and he's like, I didn't know you had a kid. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. I love goat Jolly. Jokes. He's so cute. I like goat jokes. Goat jokes. Goat he's, jokes. A, he's a cute little goat. I like him. He's so cute. He is. He's ve- he's uh, rambunctious. Also, I'm looking way too far. It's kind of Pascali, let's just say. Why? I'm looking way too far into this because we just started watching a Sabrina the Teenage Witch remake, but a goat is kind of like a, is, don't they like, it's like a, a demonish animal. Like, isn't the devil supposed to be like a goat? Sure. But he's a jolly goat. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> Clopping all up in the church. <laughs> Clopin in he, the church. Oh, the, best, the best thing about him, too, is that he has the earring. <laughs> yeah, he's I'm blinging. like, who gave that goat an earring? Come on. 
He's, he's very <laughs> distinct. They all have earrings. <laughs> they do all have earrings. Yeah, I know, but the goat, <laughs> come on. The goat has an earring. Um, it's, it's great. I like him. Yeah. Jolly. So uh, um, Quasimodo busts, busts her out. Um, she gives him a <coughs> pendant. Is that what that thing yes. is? Yes. That is like, like a, a yes. woven. It's like a, yeah, like a woven necklace. Pendant. Yeah, woven pendant necklace. And she says, uh, what, is, what is the phrase? Uh, when uh, you hold this in your hand, the, the city is <laughs> also at hand. I don't remember. <laughs> 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 it's basically uh, when you wear this woven band, you, you hold, hold, it, this you hold city the city in, in your hand. hand. It, it took me a second. I was <laughs> pretty close. Um, <laughs> yeah. So Where do you think I got the word woven from? It was <laughs> the same. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, she gives him a literal mini map. It's really cool. That he gets the hold on to his, uh, on his neck. Which and he's just like, oh, piece of Esmeralda is with me. You know that. <laughs> Which I like it because later on, I know I'm jumping ahead, but later on Phoebus is like, this is not a map. And he's like, nah, I just told you. She said it was a map. And he's like, nah, nah. <laughs> no, this I'm a map. captain. This ain't a map. <laughs> like, brah, look at it. It's a map. <laughs> he's, uh, so he's like, I know the city. I know the city. <laughs> They crack me up. So Those two I are know. very funny. They're like, truce. We got work to get truce. <laughs> we got work to get done. Because at that point, Quasi knows he didn't get the girl. So he's like, ah, fine. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, being a little 20-year-old. That's a very interesting aspect of this movie that I don't think I've seen in any other kind of kids movie yep. before. Where the protagonist is there. He meets the girl. And the girl is like, you're cool. And then a different hero comes in. And sweeps the girl off her feet, and the protagonist is like, "Well, this is fine. I'm okay with this." <laughs> and he's yeah. the friend. I'm not going to be sad forever. But it was. Uh, I like that dynamic because it was needed. And he does sing a song about like how he wants to feel love and yeah. la la la. And then he does realize in the end, like Esmeralda does love him, mm-hmm. and, like cares Very about much him, so. and so yeah. he's like, "Oh, okay, this is love," you know. And he's like more accepting of himself, and which again him. makes this movie much more realistic. Right? Like, yeah, that happens. Mm-hmm. Like, you yeah. gonna be friend zoned. <laughs> <laughs> In some point no. in your life, you're going to be friend zone. Yeah. And you know what? That's fine because it's nice to have lady friends who help you out from people throwing tomatoes at you. For sure. Yeah. yeah. Andre's a comedian, everyone. So if you want to be his lady friend, yeah, please, save him from tomatoes. Please help me from these, save me from these hecklers. I don't know. Free tomatoes. They're if you can catch them. You know? Free tomatoes. <laughs> you can catch them, though. <laughs> Um, okay, so no, we should throw blocks of cheese at him. Yum. Well, Gross. Andre doesn't like cheese, uh, so I think yeah. that's something we should throw at him. A little bit that's harder. The most like, thing I've said. <laughs> um, <laughs> I would be just like standing there with my mouth open. Nom 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 nom. Gross. Delicious. Oh, I realized I Bring asked you if you wanted a cheese stick last week. Yeah, and you did. I was like, like ew. No. <laughs> So I was all, insulted. Oh my gosh. <laughs> the guards figure out that Esmeralda has escaped and Frollo is pissed. Yeah. He's Frollo like, goes so on. she got out of there and y'all didn't see her? Like, basically, that's what he's saying. He is mad. Frollo's on the warpath at this point. I just am surprised it took him that long to think of Quasimodo. Like, right. He's the only one, or like the Archdeacon. Like, because he was so infat. He was. Yeah. He, at this moment, he was infatuated with himself. Staring yeah. at himself in the fire, staring at Esmeralda dancing in the fire, <laughs> just thinking about him, thinking about himself, and then fire. and then, ooh, I love a good villain song, and that's a good villain <sighs> song. Jeez. It's also very intense. I I told some of my coworkers, they're like, hey, what what movie are you doing this week? 
And I was like, oh, we're doing a Hunchback of Notre Dame. They were like, oh, that movie where um, <laughs> he sings about raping her. And I was like, yeah, oh. well, what, uh, that's literally what they said. And oh I was my. like, does that happen in there? <laughs> like, I had to think about it. But he is kind of va- very like, you can be with me or you can die. And I was like, oh, yeah. geez. That's yeah. just you really just made that sound much happier than it actually <laughs> sounded. <laughs> <laughs> be with me or die. <laughs> Boom. Not but it's that. a good I like like the fire visuals and everything. Oh, like it's very good. And the judges, the uh like they were like demon judges. Right. Yeah, like yes, yes, yes. Out of the road. Um Ooh, scary. Yes. It's very spooky. So now you can like I don't care if you're religious or not. That stuff is scary. Right. It was scary. And um also he has a really good voice, so I'm just saying. Dude, Frollo Frollo's has, killing it. He has an amazing speaking voice and then his singing voice is just as good. He's Do you wanna know who this dude is? Tony you know J. So Tony name? was apparently the so think back to Beauty and the Beast, what, two weeks ago, three weeks ago? Yes. And it he was the guy who played I can't remember what his name is now. He was like the Undertaker. Yeah, dude. he was the Undertaker, not the oh. Undertaker. Right, not an Undertaker, the, but um, but he looked like an Undertaker. Right, the dude from the Insane Asylum. Yes. Oh, really? With like the from green the face asylum. and the, and the from the animated. Yeah. Yes. Oh. So he played them, and apparently, when he auditioned for the role of that Asylum director, um, <laughs> I don't know what he is. Um, I'm the director of an Asylum. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Um, he auditioned. And they used the film, or not the film, the, the voice, voice from his audition in the movie because they were just like, it was perfect. Right. Like, that's, use that. That's, it. <laughs> that's all we need. Oh, so then wow. he didn't even get, like, he just got contacted for this movie and was like, so we're going to do this movie and we want you to be Frollo. Be like, Frollo. You, and nice. your sc- you and your scary voice can come on over that's and be. That's amazing, yeah, though. Well, and it's great because he had, like, a little mini part in that movie. Right. Yeah. And they were like, no, no, you no, perf. You're, come you're over a, here. You're a star. His voice is great. And Fantastic. like even when he's singing Hellfire, like you want to hate him, but his voice also sounds really good. So I was like, man, he's, he's getting these vocals. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah well, and the, the, and the orchestration is so gorgeous. Like the music right. is so like Hellfire. Fantastic. That the yeah, two he gets of them that together. operatic thing going ooh, on, you know. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Beautiful. Yeah. Yes. Very good song. Uh, very. It's interesting seeing he's like torn between two sides of religion, like the devil and the like. But I need to do this and repent for my sins. And I, he's like, you could tell he's like struggling. He's incredibly conflicted. Well, I'm also like, you know, you're a bad dude. Well, and even if like, like, even if you don't have like that type of belief, like Mm -hmm. in a religious sense, like the moral implication is the same. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, I think that's why my coworkers were like, oh, singing that song. Because he is like thinking about like, he's thinking about her. We know he is. Oh, well, and he says it in the song. He pretty much says like, like take these lustful because he's asking maria so he's like right. f- like singing to the virgin mary right and he's like please take these like, like thoughts from my head this because girl out of here <laughs> this stuff's getting crazy she is doing stuff to me and then i think that's kind of how he like comes to the idea of this like either take her from me physically or let me just like be at peace with her like this is like we need one or the other here because i'm gonna lose it right and he does lose it. Oh, <laughs> he, he loses it. Lose it, he does. Mine. He ransacks Paris, trying to burn people in their homes. Like, he literally oh goes Lord. in. Sane. Yeah. Oof, yeah. The so. Sane is gone. It's in. <laughs> All of yeah, the Yeah, he was in. torn in that song. You ain't torn no more, mm. dude. We know what right. you're doing. He's like, okay, she'll burn, and I'll burn everything else <laughs> to, to get her to burn. Yeah. Well, make an example of everyone. <laughs> yeah, everybody getting burned. So, yeah, it, it goes to that scene where he goes to the house with Phoebus, 
because it's a, it was they, like a sanctuary. Because they think that they're 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 hiding people. Yeah. Um, and the dude's like, no, I don't hide anybody here. You know, I just I, I let people come in. I'm a kind of nice guy. And he's like, <laughs> he's like, all right, well, if if it prove if it turns out that you're innocent, then you have nothing to fear. And then I'll he walks you. out. No, he puts him on house arrest. He says right. that you're on house arrest until I can figure this out. Yeah. And then he locks the house. And then he's like, Phoebus, set it ablaze. And Phoebus is like, no, <laughs> are you insane? This. I love Phoebus because Phoebus will stand up to him. He's like, oh, yeah. dude. Me and Phoebus like, both said what at the same time. We're like, what? what? I, I have forgotten <laughs> about this part. Um, uh, I, I probably pushed it out of my head. We, we've watched this as a couple um, together. It was one of the first yes. Disney movies we watched together because I, so. I remember you really wanted to watch it. Uh, but I had, I think I kind of pushed that out of my mind because oh, yeah. that's dark. It's, it's very yeah, rough. I forgot about it too. And so Phoebe, uh, Frollo, he's like, well, if you're not going to do it, I'll set it ablaze myself. And, and now you, you're like insolent. Right. Sub- oh, and, and the punishment is death, by yeah. the way. <laughs> Bye, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you got to obey. But that, or die. I love Phoebus in this moment because he steals his horse. Yeah. I was like, ah, oh, get it. And Frollo's yeah, like, Frollo's like, shoot him, but don't hit my horse. <laughs> <laughs> and they do. They're very good shots. All yes, the, all the they are very good shots. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he falls in the river. Better than Stormtrooper. Frollo mm-hmm. is crazy. He's like, <laughs> let him rot in his. Watery grave. Watery grave. I'm like, calm down, sir. Like, <laughs> he's 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 on a level at this point. Like, I don't know. Yeah, he's on a level. Darn tootin' on a level. He's doing the most. Darn tootin' on a level. He's doing the most. And Esmeralda kind of, you know, she's hiding in the background of this. And uh, she, she sees what happens. And she goes and saves him and takes him to Quasi. Because, you know, there, there's, we're still assuming at this point that Notre Dame is a sanctuary. Right. Which in my mind, I'm like, he ain't safe there at all. That's what I thought. And like, then at oy. this point, Frollo finally re- puts the quasi thing together. It took him a long time to figure it because he's like, well, yeah. I just, then he's like, I don't understand how she escaped. And he's like, unless. Hold on. Here's my thing, that though. Long? I was thinking about that same thing during this movie while I was watching it. And I kind of want to assume that this whole movie, not like the 20 years prior, obviously, mm-hmm. but like the main part of this movie happens in like three days. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's very it short does. Of so, I mean, if it took him a couple hours to put it together, it's not that big of a deal. It just feels like it took a long time. Right. Okay. Because if you think about it, like that whole scene, topsy, tur- like the beginning scene, topsy turvy festival of fools. It's like all the same day. that's all the Sanctuary, same day. Hanging out. And escape. even when she escapes, it's that, it's night. that, it's that night. night. Yeah. Okay. And then this and is he's just or- the next day. Yeah. So really it could have been like two, three days tops whole right. thing. Yeah. So even though it feels like, geez, we're going on this for it's weeks. Right. Like yeah, it does. It does. You're right. Um, he's so- like, it took me one day after the festival of fools to burn this whole right. city down. Yeah, he mm-hmm. figures it out, though, and so he goes to Quasi. It's hilarious because they're, they're like, his gargoyles, his figments are like, stow the body. <laughs> and they like, <laughs> the push stiff. They yeah, we got, oh, we got to stash the stiff or something <laughs> like that. And they, like, put him under the table. Under the table. Hilarious. Like, I think you're hiding something. And it's this really cool shot where you can see Phoebus' limp old body underneath <laughs> the table. Right as Frollo is like staring Quasimodo down. I will down. say that, yeah, Quasi got his moment when, when he makes a sound and he was able to kick him in the face. Like, yeah. That's what you get for taking my girl. <laughs> <laughs> so I like, I like uh, all that, but then how does he... He doesn't even really admit it, Quasi. He, Frollo's just like, I know you did it. Something, something. Yeah. I, I kind of forget what happens there. Um, no, okay, so what he does, he doesn't even realize that Phoebus is there. Like, he no. right. doesn't figure that out. But what he says is, like, I know you helped her. And he's like, no, I didn't help her. And he's like, well, regardless, I'm just going to let you know that I know exactly where their sanctuary or where their uh, 
court of miracles the court is. Of miracles, I know yes. exactly where they're hiding out, mm-hmm. and we're gonna go attack it at dawn with yeah. a thousand men. Yeah. So, so he kind of like sucks to suck. <laughs> Which I mean worked out in his favor because he knew that he would try that to he would her. try to go and save her, and that he would lead them right there. So I've seen this movie probably like. 10 times over the course of my entire life. I never got that he was setting him up until oh, this, this, time? this viewing. Yeah, I was like, oh, he's going to follow him yeah. <laughs> right to where I don't know going. if I remember that either as Pretty a kid. Yeah, but yeah, right when now. I watched it this time, I was like, nah, he's going to follow right, him. Like, yeah. that was very smart. That was very manipulative mm-hmm. and awful of you, but very it yeah. was very smart. <laughs> you clever. Like he, he, for all those clever. like, I don't, I don't blame you for falling prey to her. He's he's basically like she's like the embodiment of sin. <laughs> like right, he, he yeah. can calm down. He's still. putting he's putting a lot on Esmeralda's <laughs> <laughs> shoulders. She's like, all <laughs> I did was did a little dance. Yeah. Okay, I put on a red dress, calm down a little bit. I need you to <laughs> calm so down. You with all chill, that. Sir. She's probably the first person to stand up to him. You know, so he's <laughs> right, like, yeah. So he's like, oh, my manhood is. She's weak. doing a lot to him emotionally yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and mentally. Day. <laughs> so yes, then they they go on a little journey and they find. I don't remember this part. I don't remember. That the hideout, the court of miracles, court is, of is, miracles in a, is in a crypt. One of the French crypts, yeah. I did, I did not remember that. So these are the places that they store all of the, the bodies, the skeletons, the bones of of the, the people who died during the plague. And yeah. like, there's tons of them. The, these catacombs that stretch miles and miles underneath Ugh. the city. And then they're like that are still there to this day. The water, and I was like, no, 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 because we just watched like Haunted Mansion, mm-hmm. and I was thinking of the same thing where mm-hmm. I was like, no, 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 don't yeah. do it. <laughs> also, there, so there's like skeletons and bones just lining the walls, and Quasi and Phoebus are walking through, like, oh, this is kind of creepy. This is awful. And then you see in the background, like three skeletons get up <laughs> and start following them and it's all it's all the gypsies yeah. hanging out down once there. they're like farther in there it looks like they had a nice setup going underground yeah. like they fixed it up but i can only imagine still how gross it is you know but they, they had like a little town Smells. under there you got yeah, plenty yeah, of rats yeah. to eat you know you get used to the smell you get out and get some fresh air that Ratatouille. smells good they're committed <laughs> to their revolution guys because i don't think i can I, I, I don't even there. try to think they're not even trying to revolutionize girl they're trying to survive yeah they're yeah, just, they're true. just living um, you know, so they get down they need to get out of France. Like, move under, along. I don't understand uh, Clopin in this moment because he knows who they are, and he's just like, let's burn them at the. Like, well, he, like, he recognizes Phoebus as he knows Quasi. He recognizes Phoebus as the captain of Frollo's guard or whatever. So he's like, yo, you gotta go. And then Quasimodo's with him. So and and I don't know that Clopin knows that he's associated with Frollo. He says he thinks he's a spy. Right. Yeah. So it it, it I understand why he assumes that they're couple of bad eggs get gone. I get it but I was mm-hmm. a little I was like come on dude well, well it's like aren't you the narrator <laughs> well he <laughs> was like should you be omniscient like I love how like, right. like yeah. you should know yeah, everything yeah, yeah, yeah. I love time. how his like outfits were changing he was like I'm the judge yeah. <laughs> I'm also the executioner I'm and I'm the, now. <laughs> like, that oh, was funny calm yeah. down sir Clip but down. you know Esmeralda runs in and is like you guys found me yay <laughs> yay yay don't kill them they're my friends those are my friends yes but Clopin, I love them. Alas, <laughs> somebody else found them as well. And here Frollo comes, comes Frollo. Literally terrifying men. when he comes in. I was like, oh, <laughs> Yeah, snap. it was very scary. He got his horse down there in that yeah, crib. that big old horse down them steps. Snowball, get down there. <laughs> snowball. Snowball. <laughs> <laughs> Don't let them cramp you in these tight places, Snowball. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine getting stuck down there? Can't get back. Oh, it's so mm. sad. Snowball probably got to eat a lot of apples. Where's Phoebus' horse at this time? I like Phoebus' horse. He's always telling them to sit on people. His name was Achilles. Yeah. Achilles. 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 Achil
Nays before bays, guys. Nays before bays. before bays. I love it. Anyway. Never not true. <laughs> In a Disney movie, at least. I love it, too. Oh, my god. So, yes, Frollo finds... How did they escape? Oh, they didn't. So, they didn't JK, escape. They yeah. didn't. No, they do not escape. <laughs> I was like, how they... They didn't. Frollo gets them, wraps them up. Takes him to right in front of Notre Dame. He ties Dom. Quasi up in his tower like in chains. In chains, So that yeah. he can watch, watch all yep. of it. Yeah. Yeah, so Esmeralda's going to be burned at the stake, and that happened pretty closely. And I think Quasi's given up at this point, and it wasn't for the figments of his imagination. Like, he's definitely strong enough to break out of those chains because he is... The dude is breaking down the pillars of the church that the chains yeah. are, are attached to. He's strong. He is, he's a big boy. He's strong boy. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he is. I, I I always call it his Tarzan moment too, because he like gets the rope, he like swings down, swoops up the girl, and then like goes back up, and he's just like, he he almost looks like uh, King Kong. He's like, like right. going oh, up the building, so. you know, the way that, yeah. he's like mm-hmm. doing that. I was like, whoa. Well, then when he ends up at the top and he's yelling sanctuary, it's so like, sanctuary. it's emotional, but it's also very interesting because it shows his understanding of the world mm-hmm. as being he very small now well, well does he though because he still thinks that like they're not going to come in right. like he's yeah. he's not he doesn't understand like that there's a point where people break and they're gonna discard everything that they hold yeah. to yeah. get what they want i think the archdeacon like had found that out earlier it's like oh this dude doesn't care about Anymore. the sanctity of this place and he's gonna mess all of us up yeah we we about to get done mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah so they storm and at this point, the, the <laughs> town is like kind of they know they're fed up with frollo because he's been like burning people and you know he's been uh, yeah. yeah he's been killing he's been killing <laughs> Un- innocence very unnecessary. so now the town is like what is going we were on, not in danger know? at all and now you're the one causing us harm yep yeah. we got pickpocketed i'm pretty sure i'm back <laughs> yeah. I'm, i'll i'll go yeah. back to that yeah i lost five so points <laughs> he puts esmeralda down and i think he is he trying to fight off people to come in? Or no, he lets Frollo come in. Or Frollo just comes in. Frollo enters. N- no. Uh, Frollo no. enters. <laughs> Pretty much, uh, Quasi starts throwing stuff from the top of the church. Oh, yeah, yeah, there's like a... It's just like a... Like a barrage A scene. battle begins. Yeah, they, yes. they start, um, and the figments help them, mm-hmm. uh, help him um, create molten... Yeah, so oh metal? my gosh, what was that? So I think I, I think it is metal. I think it's what they use to like either build the bells or um oh or yes just to build other, the bells. other parts of, of the church that needs upkeep. That was but intense. yeah, so they have to melt the metal, get it crazy it's hot, out of the, and they pour it out of like the actual gargoyles uh, mouths on the church and just like let it spill out onto the street. Everybody burnt. Everybody is toasted. <laughs> and let's just talk about there. like the scariest like scene from like an adult point of view because it like pans out and you see all of Notre Dame like and every orifice like yeah this it's just l- spilling I'm out. I'm calling it lava and but a lot of the town is on fire lava. too. Like you know oh what I yeah mean? like burning. That's just so awful. That's yeah. why when they win at the end and everything's like all gone, I was like, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> I need at least a little bit yeah. of like, like so nothing like burning now. Where'd all that metal go? <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah, so that happens, and that is intense. And, and, and Frollo, so Frollo somehow makes it into the building. Yes, he like he breaks, breaks in, down the door. Um, and then he just very calmly walks in because he sees, I think, um, Quasi thinks Esmeralda's dead. He can't, right. he can't wake her up, so he's crying over the body. And he's like, it's okay. It's her time to go because, you know, she tricked mm-hmm. us she or something. And, but he sees, like, the shadow of the knife come up 
Because yeah. he's oh, he says like I'm gonna release you from your suffering, or in something. a very like Beauty and the Beast esque way. Yeah. Like at the top of a tower, mm-hmm. I'm going to mercilessly kill you for the greater good. Yeah. Like yes. So luckily he looks up and he sees like that knife, and we know Quasi's strong, so he's like boom. Snap. He like gets the knife. <laughs> boom. Puts it on the ground. Frollo's on the wall. And Frollo immediately is like, oh, oh, oh. sorry. Oh, my bad. My bad. Sorry. My bad. My Don't bad. My bad. Don't kill me. My Fuzzy. bad. <laughs> yeah. Basically, that's what happens. And Jeez. then. He's very mad at this point. What a, they just got a whole battle scene going on between yes. them two. Yeah, you're like you're right. Very Beauty and the Beast. They go on like. a whole journey on the top of the, the church, and Frollo's chasing them. Has Morelda come? No, she doesn't come uh, in. Esmeralda uh, does wake up at some point. Yes. Attacks Frollo to save Quasimodo, and then she starts falling, and Quasi catches her, and Frollo's there, and he's trying to attack, and Frollo's making some bad judgment calls, jumping from gargoyle to gargoyle. Like, and bro, you are his, at least seventy. Sword, and he's like, oh, he has a on. sword. His eyes are bloodshot red. Well, they were yellow at he one needs point. A nap. Yes. <laughs> so I like this because Frollo is hanging off the building by the gargoyle, and you know he thinks he's gonna get up, but I, I like. That the gargoyle like changes into like an embodiment of the devil and is like, ha ha, and he takes him, right? right? So I like that because it's just like proof, like, okay, he really did, like, Frollo is bad. Yeah. And the devil like had this plan, and that's like from a religious point of view. <laughs> Go, Michelle, she's taking it there. You know, but I, I'm taking it there because that to me is what it was when that gargoyle like literally changed into the embodiment of the devil and was like, he. And then, like, took him, you know, <laughs> into the hellfire. And yeah. it was like, peace out. And then I guess. Well, it was kind of nice, too, because he said something like, and I can't remember. And it's, it sounded biblical, so it might be in there somewhere. But, like, he said, like, something about eternal damnation. And he was, like, saying it as, like, I'm saying it to you two. Right. And, and right when he was done saying it, that's when the gargoyle changed and was like, yep, yeah, mm-hmm, okay, sounds good. Right. Like, up until that exact point Frollo thought he's like I'm super religiously righteous okay if I die today I'm going straight up to the top to <laughs> oh, heaven I'm sure he it's thought going that. down top floor yes <laughs> I'm getting VIP treatment up in heaven I'm sure Jesus he did high five yes, and not. then like the gargoyle turns when they want to get up to the penthouse <laughs> yes <laughs> and then the gargoyle turns into a demon he's like oh I made a few mistakes so. bye I know I love looking at Frollo's face right then when he oh. looks at it he's like oh he has that like oh snap face you know <laughs> oh, on. No. I'm like yeah that's right Flo- Frollo get in that hellfire yeah. <laughs> so you know that happens and then the, the town is magically not on fire anymore and burning, so. Yeah. Yeah, they emerged. Fire's the devil was done with his deed, I guess. He was like, hey, you guys can go on. We got him, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Clean it up. <laughs> We're good to She's go. Gonna wrap that, all that's this the up. only thing where I <laughs> need, I need, like, I get that they wanted the transition in the environment. Like, now it's bright, and they've won, and I, I get it. They could have just shown, like, the sun coming out, yeah. and everything's still, yes, like, kind of like, charred. Realistically, everything would have been so destroyed at that oh, point. Oh, gosh. You know? Time to rebuild France. <laughs> rebuild mm-hmm. France. Yeah. And I like that. <laughs> At no, least Paris. Phoebus <laughs> right. comes Paris in is on France. And I, I love, <laughs> I think, oh my gosh. Paris <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, guys. My favorite. It's so funny. I have two favorite moments for the end of the movie. Number one, Esmeralda hugs Quasi first before Phoebus. Yes. Yeah. So he feels, he is the hero. You know, he saved her. He like valued. that's like the hero moment. Yep. And then I love that Quasi like takes both of their hands and like puts them together. Yeah. And that made like, me feel a little uncomfortable. Right. No, I thought it was 
was not. I think he, he was just. I it proved that he was more accepting, like of himself. I understand like, it, but it know. did sure. make me feel uncomfortable. Like, no, oh, you didn't have to do that, Quasi, like at all. <laughs> Quasi. Quasi. I think just that was just his away. way of being cool. like, okay, we're we'll get a room, we're cool guys. We'll get, we'll I didn't think he help. meant it like that. I thought he just meant like we're cool guys. Yeah, yeah. you know. Yeah. So that was, and then it just ends, right? Is that it? Basically, I, th- I think that's. And yeah, it, it like pans out, and the gargoyles are like woo, and then they they turn to stone, and then woo, yeah, 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 and the then we and then we get an R and B credit song. R and B credit song. Yeah, R and B credit song. It was someday. My prince, welcome. What? What? Da, <laughs> da, na, na, na. That song. Yeah, by All for One. Who also sings what? You told and me. And I swear by, by the moon and the stars in the sky, I'll be there. We should start an All for One cover band. Let's do it. You, you uh, like how all of a sudden you have to sing it nasally, though? <laughs> 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 Everyone sounds disgusting. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so then we get our R&B credit song. And then there's like a tiny post-credit scene. Yeah, where Hugo, I don't even remember what he says, but he's like. He's like. Oh, ha-cha, bye. And that's that's the end of it. Oh. If at the very end of the credits, yeah. Oh. Who was the actor for Hugo again? Uh, Jason Alexander. Yes, uh, yes, yes. The dude from Seinfeld. Oh, yes. Yes. Uh, Luis was not happy. We didn't he even wanted everyone to know that that was his least favorite character. <laughs> The comedy was annoying. We didn't talk we about didn't the gargoyle it. song, but I, I like didn't really like go. the gargoyle song. Nope. Um, it reminded me of um, Aladdin. No, it reminded me of... Beauty and the Beast when the dishes are singing. No. It reminded me of, like, Friend Like Me, kind of. Oh. Like, uh, but, like, right, in an yeah. annoying way. I right. don't know. It just wasn't I just wanna, it didn't, quite It didn't good. fit into me. Um... But man, that's such a good movie, guys. It is very good. Yeah. Gosh, it's good. That's a that's a classic um, adult Disney movie. <laughs> you know, would you guys classic like some adult. Easter eggs? I have some Easter yeah. eggs, or at least some fun stuff. Hit yeah, you probably you gave us quite a few already too. Yeah. Did I? Well, just like so. uh, the oh, horse like and things yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. That was great. Snowball. Snowball. Um, so you guys might have seen this, but while the hunchback, while Quasi is singing out there, it pans down to um, the street, mm-hmm. and you can see Belle walking away with her book. Oh, um, oh that's cool. In that same scene, you can see a man like like wringing out a carpet, mm-hmm. which is oh, carpet. carpot again, which didn't we see that similar thing? Yeah, in that's been... Um, what else is carpeted? He was Tiana. Yeah. Yes, Princess and the Frog. In Princess and the Frog, and then you also see um, Pumbaa. He's on like a stake, being like <laughs> oh taken no. away. He's being no, eaten. No, Pumbaa. You know what? See. This is a compliment to Pumbaa. I bet he tastes great. I bet he tastes <laughs> delicious. Fantastic. Um, and I'll terrible. show you guys the picture all uh, about Pumbaa. that. <laughs> 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 it's funny too because later on in the ending scene, when Frollo is catching, um, is trying to get. Uh, Quasi and Esmeralda and they're hanging from the gargoyle mm-hmm. you see a gargoyle that everyone has said looks like Pumbaa oh, like, oh that's totally like Pumbaa, Pumbaa. Um, but apparently the animators in the audio commentary said that it's not Pumbaa they actually have a gargoyle no, on the top of Notre Dame like that's a like a warthog mm-hmm. so there yeah, you go cool. yeah. like Hogwarts st- yeah mm-hmm. so I still think that's pretty funny though yeah um there's a couple instances of hidden Mickey's. They yes, say that they're I said that. Okay. in the tops of the columns. Yeah, I guess. Sure. Yeah, like the columns the where they join. Where they join. With the it ceiling. looks like little Mickey here. Yeah. and like we'll post that. I said that to Andre when we were watching it. 
Let's see. I mean, we know churches have recurring patterns, so they just threw it in there. Yes. Mm-hmm. Threw a couple Mickey's up in there. We hear the goofy holler. Yes. yes. In this movie. It's like, it like replaces like a Wilhelm scream. Yes. Almost. Like, yeah. Exactly. So the soldiers are like, like falling off. Down, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's super funny, too, because Luis was like, oh, look, it was the Hellman's Whale. What? And I said, whale. the Hellman's uh, Whale. Oh and he's like, yeah, God. you know, the yell. And I'm like, you mean the Wilhelm scream? <laughs> the Wilhelm's hail. The Hailman's whale. Oh, the Hailman's whale. <laughs> That's hilarious. And now that I'm reading it, because I had to write that down so I wouldn't forget, <laughs> I think he meant whale is in like screaming like right. a whale yes. versus what I wrote, which was a whale. Like <laughs> the animal. That's the Hailman's whale. That's the Hailman's whale. That's hilarious. So any here. Any here. But it was funny because so he, it was the goofy holler and he, you know. It was the Hailman's Whale. <laughs> Hailman's <laughs> Whale. Ah, so funny. I'm a whale. <laughs> Stop. Ridiculous. <laughs> Stop. Um, this is an interesting one. I like this. And we'll probably talk more about this on the crack. But mm-hmm. during the um, Hellfire scene, Judge Frollo's, you know, singing and everything. And apparently the MPAA. Andre, what yes, does that stand that for? That is the. Um, oh, man. I should know this. I know. I, I was expecting you it's to like be able to just acronym us ah! or deacronym us. Uh, the I movie people who give us the ratings. The movie people oh, are those peeps. a rating. Uh, <laughs> right? That's yes, who yes, they that, are. That is. Actors Association? No, I don't think it's Actors Well, on, while Andre's looking that up. The Motion Picture Association of America. These are, this cool. is the, the, the group that rates all that rates all the movies. So apparently when they watched the movie, they were like, animators you need to get back in the studio and you need to reanimate that scene mm-hmm. because apparently like when you see esmeralda in the fire from the original takes yeah it wasn't clear enough that she had clothes on oh it's not that oh. they didn't animate her with clothes on it's just that like the fire was so flamey mm-hmm. that it was hard to tell that she had like clothing clothes on. on oh right. that would have taken that song to another level oh i know so they were like, like a... oh no 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 you want a good rating Thank like you. or you want to keep it low then you need to go back and fix that yeah. it's interesting because this movie is rated g but it's kind of amazing that it it's should not definitely a, be PG, at least no. pg but no. uh, whew, it's up there they ever make a live action remake of this that will be intense. well this this story not the I disney version disney one. has been made into a no, yeah but i mean like a disney one. live action film since you know they're on a live action remake kick yeah. i hope they don't though because i don't want them to like yeah i don't do quasi wrong yeah do you know what i mean mm-hmm. i just i don't know i feel like they could take it into offensive ways without trying sure. to be offensive mm-hmm. or not enough right like, like you know how we were talking about the beast yeah exactly like he wasn't he was too CGI, he wasn't CGI enough. Yeah, and he wasn't yeah. scary enough. And with the animated one sits, it's like very We're already on rocky ground. Right, yeah. <laughs> it's already kinda close, you know, and it is it's animated. So taking it into live action and bringing in like all of the religious aspects, I can I can see that movie upsetting some people. We still need to find the video of you on stage for that show at Disneyland. That's right. There was a hunchback hunchback show uh, at Disneyland and uh, when I was like five years old I got pulled up on stage. Probably during Topsy Turvy, huh? I think, well, they did like... Oh no, were you like the king of the pools? No, they did like... (laughs) 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 Uh, No, they did like some magic tricks or something on the, I think. I I barely remember it. Like I remember I want to try to find like a YouTube video of like that show, like how we did the little Aladdin one. Mm -hmm. I want to like try to find I've never seen that, so that'd be really cool. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I did as a kid. I just don't remember it. But if you're on the train and you go by New Orleans, 
um like over there they used to have like the two masks out yeah that were from um the hunchback of notre dame show mm. i'm not sure if they still have them there anymore but very cool. cool okay what's uh monies uh monies. monies this movie did make a fair amount of money let's see here it had a budget of 100 million dollars and had a worldwide box office of three hundred twenty-five point three million. I believe it was the fifth highest-grossing movie of nineteen ninety-six, which is pretty good. Cool. Mm-hmm. It was nominated for an Oscar that year for best music. Good. Alan Menken um, didn't didn't win. I don't know what uh. what won that year, but uh, it was something else. I do like it when Menken gets those nominations. Yeah. Oh man, he's he's ranking of those nominations i'm sure i wonder how many he has that's a question for another time um <laughs> we need to just do like a music like day like let's just talk about all the yeah, music that alan Menken did oh man or just listen to it um <laughs> we don't even need to do it for the podcast right, yeah. we'll just let's do this just do it later for today for bye <laughs> uh, on the rotten tomato meter this movie only has a 74 percent uh out of 100, which is still it's still fresh, not certified fresh, but but fresh. And the audience score is 70% as well. So I'm, really? Yeah, I, I didn't read any reviews, but I'm wondering if if people were having the implications some issues are, are with, yeah, with some of the, um, the religious and or racial and or gender <laughs> uh, implications of this movie. Or like disability. Yeah, that too. Mm-hmm. Not that not that Quasi's disabled, but right, but he's uh, different, I guess. As we all are. Yeah, we're all different. <laughs> um, Sadly. Yeah. Um. Oh, okay. One of the <laughs> one of the rotten reviews on Rotten Tomatoes that uh, this just like one sentence says, "This movie is surely one of Disney's ugliest and least imaginative efforts." Like, oh wow. Well then, and that's from a critic. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Ugliest. Ugliest. What does that mean? Ugliest like animation? I guess. But it, it looked beautiful to me. The animation I the entire time was, was top notch. Did you watch a remastered version? Probably. Yeah, we, we definitely watched the remastered version. Some of the pan scenes were like gorgeous. The way they animated France mm-hmm. or, or Paris, excuse me, yeah. and the scales of the church versus the People. area and just and even the fire scenes yeah. were like really were really cool. g- really good looking really scary but really good yeah and like the the remastered version that we had like they had obviously like for like the crowds they had like kind of cgi'd the mm-hmm. the crowds but but those all they they all fit in fine because like even when they were like carrying quasimodo out at the end like you could see the the cgi animated characters and quasimodo still being like a 2d animated but it it, it blended pretty well oh, together. Oh, that's good. Yeah. I didn't even notice that. So maybe I... No, I feel like I probably did watch a remastered yeah. version. It didn't even occur to me. So there you go. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. probably. And they was. did a good job. Yeah. This no, like they do. Good. They remaster just like all of those old animateds now a lot. Yeah. Well, they must have done a better job because some of them I'm like, oh, you got them. Yeah. Some <laughs> of like them you the, can definitely tell. Like, like eventually Hercules. we'll get to Snow White and Snow White is like weird because it's so liney yeah. just because it's, it's of the way it was animated. Drawn. Holy moly. And then you see like a super definite line like, oh, my. Yeah. Like, girl, you oh, got yeah. like yeah, six I noses. I that in like <laughs> ages. <laughs> six noses. Anywho. Um, uh, yeah. I'm just saying she ain't supposed to have six noses. <laughs> what, one nose, Snow. <laughs> but one. Um, so, yeah. is that Was that it? Were, were we about to do something else? Did I don't know, that? but Paris is on France. Paris is on France. <laughs> I'll the have face. you know I'll that Paris is know. on France. She's making faces at me right now. She's <laughs> like, stop it. She's hungry, I'm too. Hungry. That doesn't yeah. help. <laughs> <laughs> Cranky. Um, 
<laughs> is it time for our ratings? I think so. Yes. Let's rate the movie. Um, good. I'm going to give it a nine. Nine out it of ten. It is a good movie. Do I really want to watch it all the time? No. <laughs> but like that doesn't take from the fact that it's a really solid movie. So I'm going to give it a nine out of ten. Docking it for some of those songs that don't quite fit in. Ah, a couple of songs. Yeah. I think... I think I'm going to give this movie a nine as well. Um, it's fantastic. Like, it's it's a really solid movie. Very good. Um, uh, like, it's a good storyline. It's a good plot. There's good dialogue in it. Like, I love everything that Esmeralda and Phoebus and Quasimodo are saying to each other, and, and even uh, Frollo. Frollo is one of the most wildest villains that we've seen in in quite some time wild he's wild <laughs> okay he's a wild man and like like watching him die was like very satisfying for me because he was straight up evil the entire movie and i was like thank goodness this dude is Bye. out of my hair my goodness gracious and andre's bald yeah so you exactly know that's something. yeah when somebody's in my hair we got a problem uh and the music is is fantastic as well so yeah this this movie is um it's top notch as i said <laughs> I'm gonna give this movie a nine as well. Mm. Um, I have the exact same thing to say as Michelle. I do. I will not be watching this movie like all the time. <laughs> not even close. Mm. Um, I will wait until Addie's older. Yeah. To show it to her. Mm-hmm. Um, not because I think that she like couldn't enjoy parts of it because right. I'm sure she'd think the gargoyles were fantastic. Mm-hmm. But this is one of those movies where I would want as a parent to have those conversations like this. Yes, these are more adult themes. And I think that if we're going to watch it, then you need to understand like Mm -hmm. like what's what works, what doesn't work. What's Um, why? What's his deal? (laughs) Yeah. What's his deal? And and on top of it, like how we've kind of said, like some of these 90s movies, well, especially the older ones, like. Peter Pan, for example, mm-hmm. with like, why is the red man red? Like, right, yeah. Like, I want to be able to have There's those conversations. conversations like, mm, we're not going to go out and say things like that. <laughs> right, this yes, is why. Exactly. Um, but this movie is good. Like mm-hmm. you said, Andre, it's solid. The music is gorgeous. Um, and if we could just take out those other two songs, <laughs> I mean, Topsy Turvy, I suppose we could keep. But the, oh, can stay in, the but one with the. I don't even know what it's called. I can't. Guy Like You or something like that. Uh, I don't even see it on this list. of. I don't oh, yeah, know. it is A Guy Like You. Something like that. That's rough. Just yeah. like remove it. <laughs> remove. We'll just cry for the last half hour of the movie. Nobody cares. Yeah. Just, just, we were already. We knew what we were getting into when Esmeralda's mom or Quasi's mom died like yeah. two seconds in. Mm-hmm. Anywho. Alas. That's it. We, we rated it. Good stuff. Ugh. All around. It was good. Uh, do we know what we're doing next week? We do. I don't. <laughs> I do know, but I don't know at this exact second. You know what I'm saying? Oh, wait. Yes, yes. Uh, there it is. I know I what it. it is. It's because I, I like this movie. Next week, we are watching the uh, animated Disney film Brother Bear. Ugh, yay. I I still have yet to see it. I need to watch this movie. I don't want to hype it up too much because every time I hype things up, Andre's like, <laughs> but I will tell you that Luis insisted that I not watch it without him so that mm. he could watch it. Um, and when we rewatched it, this is only the second time we've seen it. We were like, oh, my gosh, it's so good. Right. Um, but I forgot a lot. So it was really interesting. I can't wait to mm. talk about it. Yeah, I, I, I can't wait to see it. I've heard I've heard good things. They got bears. They got moose. They do have moose. <laughs> my favorite animal. I'm so happy. The moose are there. Um, so, yeah. 
catch us next week for some brother bear goodness let us know what you thought of the hunchback of notre dame uh send us uh messages leave comments go to all the places uh if you're on youtube comment down below like the video hit subscribe we are at the walt vault pod on instagram twitter and facebook uh all of the social medias hit us up there uh click subscribe in uh the podcast app that you're listening to right now and then you'll know uh when a new podcast is coming to you next week uh if you want to leave us a message or actually um actually i believe i had a had we had a comment um on our instagram yes kermit kid seven he said uh he was live action casting the the hunchback of notre dame he said that he would cast Peter Capaldi as Frollo, the the doctor from Doctor Who. Oh my gosh, that would make him so evil. I know. Ooh. Robin I think he could do it though. Robin Lord Taylor as um Quasimodo. Chris Hemsworth as Phoebus. I like that one. And Well, I like Chris Hemsworth. Anyway. Right, yes. <laughs> and Renee Elise Goldsberry as Esmeralda. Hmm. I think it's a cool I think it's a cool uh list. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Did a pretty good casting job, dude. Good job. Um so yeah, comment on on our post. We'll we'll read your we'll read your comment on the show. Uh, you can also send us a DM, slide in, like Quasimodo did down the side of the church, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> or you can send an email to contact at thewallvaultpod dot com. That helps out too. If you want to help out the Wall Vault, uh, aside from subscribing, you can join us on our Patreon. We are patreon.com slash thewallvault. Sign up for as little as a dollar or more and get access to our after show, A Crack in the Vault, where we'll talk about some of the more adult themes in the Disney movies. This week on A Crack, we are going to talk about Frollo a lot. Like we've got, we've got things to say about him and his uh, misdeeds. <laughs> uh, so join us there. Misdeed. That's been it for this week, you guys. We will see you next time. The vault is now closed.